Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. And I don't know about you, Barely. I still haven't tried this fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich yet. Have you? No. I, I mean, it, technically, I can't because I'm still on my oh, keto yeah, diet. But, keto shit. but I do want to, though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, at this point, I just want to see what all the fuss is about. Like, and I, it's uh-huh. a, it's a fucking spicy chicken sandwich. Like, really, if we're all being honest, ninety seven percent of them all taste the exact same. From what I've heard, is more about uh, how the bread is prepared. And I mean, I, I want to taste it. I probably won't get into it a lot because my stomach doesn't sit too well with spicy food. But uh, I mean, uh, shit, they created content, so that is true. That is true, and you know the the social media. First of all, I love Wendy's Twitter. Like Man, whoever 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 runs Wendy's Twitter page, listen, they the truth. Like I need to hire them as my PR. Like if I if we ever make it big, big, I'm hiring them to run our social media. Whoever yeah, they're does, very, they're very they're very smart and strategic on how to jump in and out of this shit. Yeah. And you notice how. McDonald's is quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know that. We know that how terrible. Well, I ain't gonna say it's terrible, but compared to the chicken sandwiches that has been coming out, it's like yeah, you probably gotta just if they start if they start talking about fries, you got action. Yeah. Even then, Kinda. McDonald's fries has fell way off since like when we were kids. McDonald's mm-hmm. fries ain't even the same. But uh, that's a story uh, for another day, man. I mean, you could. I mean, if we did a top, if we ranked them, they'll probably still be top top ten, top five. Yeah, I mean, but there's not really, really that. Well, there still are a lot of fast food places. You got, you got Chick Fil A waffle fries. Those you are got on point. Rally's fries know? are always on point. You know who has surprisingly has really good fries now? Hardee's has really good. Like they changed their fries where they like do this Parmesan butter thing on them. Oh, so they adding? Yeah, they yeah, adding. Add okay. Them. Yeah. Okay, I so, can dig it. There goes your, your your weekly food update from the Breaks Radio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get a little bit of everything over here, people. <laughs> Did we make you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> but you ready to get into these topics, man? Let's do it. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. So this this partnership with Jay Z. And the NFL uh, reportedly he's going to be a part owner of a team. There, the I have never seen people turn so much. Like, didn't it seem like 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 a week ago? Jay Z could do no fucking wrong. This mm-hmm. comes out, and all of a sudden he's a sellout. All of a sudden story, stories are coming out that he told Jermaine Dupri not to do this. Like, it's just it's so much negativity coming out from uh, towards Jay Z that it's like. But literally a week ago, y'all like y'all love Jay Z's dirty draws. Like, what happened? You know what it is is they feel like they feel like this man is just out there trying to make money. Um, but I, but me personally, I feel like Jay Z has always tried to. He's always tried to get better uh, as a businessman, and he's always tried to do the impossible. So I mean, I've been talking about this haze for like. The past week, I've been on countless shows. Even on my show, I talked about it. We, I've gotten in arguments where I said I wasn't going to get into any arguments. And it's like, I simply said this. By the way, Jay-Z is not in my top five. But you got to let this unfold, though. I people. like the way you just this, threw that out there, by the way. But go ahead. Keep going. I mean, I had to. I had to because, <laughs> because I'm on his side. Yeah. You know, we got to get some. Hey, we got to get somebody in the building, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's my mindset, too. Let him, let him, we got to see it unfold. If he fails, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I won't be surprised. If he actually goes in there and, and, and pushes his plan the way he wants to do it and it, 
and it and it makes us look good and it's for us, then I'll be surprised. The th- and the thing too that I think this is why people have short attention spans now. Jay Z has always been an opportunist, always. Like this is this, like so. Like for me as somebody who like has watched his career and had issues with certain things he's done musically, uh, it this isn't surprising. But at the same time, we, we what what has Jay Z sown for like the last decade? He is an activist. He cares about the culture. He helps people when he doesn't need to. He was one of the biggest supporters of Colin Kaepernick. Like. Jay-Z understands what his voice and him speaking on something does for a, a situation. He's gotten in the door. This is what we needed. There are no black owners in the NFL. We needed someone to get in the door. Like you said, let's see what he does with it. Um, because I, per- I like I, it's a wait and see approach. Even if uh-huh. even even if change doesn't come, positive change doesn't come. That still doesn't mean he didn't try. Because I mean, there are thirty-two fucking NFL owners that it's like a boys' club that they like. So one man coming in, how much can he really do? Like, let's let's just be real. If there were thirty-two of us on this podcast and one new person came in trying to get us to change the way we did it, we're probably gonna look at him like, nah. So uh-huh. for us to automatically, as a culture, automatically like turn on him, we don't even know what he's what his plan is or anything. He hasn't even had a chance to really speak on it himself. Let's wait and see and like. That's that's one of the worst things with our culture now. Everyone is so quick to form an opinion without without any proof yet. Either way, either way, and I'm not and I'm not I'm I'm not saying that let's not give him the backlash if he fucks up. Absolutely, but let's give him a chance to fuck up. I guess is what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. Like the ink is not even dry on the contract yet. Yeah, you know, and people are expecting microwave results. And it's like, yo, chill. You know, I jokingly said, yo, look, if we don't get Eric Gardner's name on the back of a, a helmet, I need those names on the, uh, those decals on the back of the helmet by week eight. Jokingly saying that, but I'm serious. Like, we do want to see some type of progression when it comes to this injustice. But at the same time, bro, like, I mean, come on, what's fair? Give him a whole season? Give him at least a, a, a full season to see what he does? People are up, and this is the thing. People are upset at different things. That doesn't make any sense. They're mad because they felt like he didn't involve Cap. They're mad because of what Eric Reese said about him, so they want to hop on this side. Um, they're upset because they stopped. He, he quote unquote stopped JD from grabbing the bag when the NFL proposed that offer to him early on. But at the time, Jay was on Cap's side saying, "Like, no, 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 we're not about to do this. We're not about to do this." It was several meetings, so apparently there was a lot of exchanging going going on during that during that uh, that meeting, and we just gotta let it unfold. That's it. That's all. We gotta wait. Y'all sit y'all ass down and just wait. Just yeah. wait. Yeah. You know, because I'm gonna say this: his name is on the line, and I think he knows that. His whole legacy at this point, like all the the, the giving lawyers to me, the helping. Uh, like twenty one, like all of that. If you fail with this, it's all, it's going to tarnish all of that. And Jay Z is very aware of his legacy at this point of his uh-huh. life. So let's let's wait and see. Um, with this being said, we know that uh, there's been so much like backlash against the NFL and even within its players, within people that's watching it. I know that right now we're in the hotbed of uh people of the of the backlash for it because of the cap and everything. But let, let's talk about some of the positivity that, that may come of it. We, we don't have anything yet. But what's something that you would like to see? You said the Eric Garner thing, but what's something else that you would like to see? Let's put a, let's put a cap of within the first two years of this deal. I'm, I'm willing to give him two years. I would like to see, I would like to see some more commercials, just like they did with the domestic violence. Okay. 
I would like to see that. Um, and then I would like to see, I would like to see them. Um, I mean, they, the NFL kind of does this already where they volunteer a lot, but I think, I think, I think we got to volunteer in, in the areas that we know they need to volunteer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, start building some more parks, start building some more schools or whatever. They got the money for that. Yeah. And not only that, like he said, he's going to bring more awareness to it. So again, I'm going to go back to the commercials. Commercials are, you know? and, that, and that's something that can be done right away without like really much money or anything going into it. You can get commercials. Hell, that can start week one. Like you can, you can put together enough to get a com- a good commercial in. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I, like I said, I'm willing, I'm willing to give Jay-Z, Two years, unless I see something that just blows my fucking mind, neg- negative wise, I'm willing to give them two years before I before I really pass judgment on it. And and I'm still in, and and let's not uh, forget um, the numbers have dropped crazy. Yeah. Uh, for the Super Bowl halftime performance, I'm not I'm not sitting up here saying like that's the number one thing I want to see, but I do want to see better performances. And what I mean by that is. I don't care if you get I'm not trying to see all the rappers with their chains and things like that. 50 cats on the stage. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about strategically picking these artists and make sure you pick at least get one or two artists from that city. Yeah, you you have to like. Uh, yeah, the, the Prince debacle. We'll, we'll go down that road later. <laughs> that shit still frustrated the hell out of me. Um, but any anything, anything left to say on the J topic before we move on? Yeah. That's it, man. I just want people to just wait, man. Just chill out a bit. Fair enough. Let let them let them cook. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit up there and complain about the food when he ain't even finished cooking it yet. That is a fact. Well, time to move on to a more divisive topic. No, it's not more divisive. Uh, <laughs> young Jeezy, Jeezy. I always still want to call him Young Jeezy, and people correct me all the time. I'm sorry, I'm old. He was Young Jeezy when I started becoming a fan, so he's always going to be Young Jeezy to me. But Jeezy <laughs> unveiled the uh, the track list for TN104. What do you think about this? Just from I, I'll tell you what, track list usually don't do it for me. This one has me really intrigued because. J- Jeezy has always used his features very well. And so I'm excited to hear the features on this one. But we already know. I think it like his best collaboration is always with to me is with Ross. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I'm look cause on um uh on uh on Ross album. On Ross album they had a they had a good track and that, it was another song, but it it could have been him. No, that was that was something separate. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess Ross, you know, we used to seeing that, and I want to see, I want to see how that unfolds. Unfolds. Uh, I think you got Pusha T on there, right? Yeah. I can always go for a Pusha T verse. Yeah. <laughs> I can always go for one. Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, yeah, but you got to use because he's like a living instrument, so you got to yeah. use him right. Yeah, and then John, I'm the John Legend feature. I'm excited to see too. Like it, it's, I wouldn't expect those two to kind of link up, but we'll I see. Feel like that. I feel like that's gonna be a sad song, though. Oh, probably, probably. CeeLo Green pops up. Meek Mill pops up. It's 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 a nice list of features. And the thing with Jeezy too is that one thing about him is that he's gotten to the point now to where he can adapt his style enough to where he can really work with anyone. Because uh-huh. like, there's been some shit that I've some people like him and Kendrick. I would have never expected him and Kendrick to be able to do a track together. But that one on his last album with Cole and Kendrick. Was probably the best track on the album. Well, you know what? I was surprised. Remember when? Um, well, they they really didn't use. I we didn't get a, a Kendrick verse, but on um, 
God. He did a track with the locks on what you call his album not too long ago. I cannot think of his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. Styles? Not, J- sta- no, the uh Styles and Jada. Oh, okay. I, Styles I, and Jada had Styles and Jada and Kendrick had a track on Swiss Beats. Re- oh shit. I'm but to go back. we didn't Oh get no, a, I remember it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, we didn't yeah. we didn't get a verse though from Kendrick yeah, though. So yeah. I was I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. Well, we'll we will see. I'm I color me excited right now for it. Um again, these older artists like it's it's not going to be a classic. At least I don't expect it to. If it is, I'll be highly shocked. But the 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 older artists, like the artists from even the early two thousands, are really they're delivering quality work. It's not great by any means, but it's solid. And so I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I need that production though. Yeah. Oh yeah. The pro- production got to be on point. Got to be on point. Um. Next one. <laughs> Juicy J and Three Six Mafia are going on a reunion tour. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. I'm here for it. Slob on my knob. I'm here for it. Listen, there's, there's like Juicy J, and I think we we don't talk about it as a co- well. I mean, he's died off the last few years, but he, after he left Three Six Mafia, I did not expect much from Juicy J, and he like I don't know where where like he really rebranded himself and he stepped the fuck up, and now Yo, them coming, yeah, now them coming back together for this tour. I don't know if, if everyone from 3-6 Mafia is coming back. Like, I would really love to see the whole Mafia back. Um, but it, this just makes me feel good. If they come anywhere near me from – I'm in Columbus. If they go to Chicago, Cleveland, uh, Indianapolis, I'm going because I got it. I got to see this. Now, I will say this. I don't need a new album out of them. No, no, no new I album. Don't, I don't no. need that. But I do need the greatest hits. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I need sipping on my scissor. I need that. I yeah. need that. Riding spinners. I need every bit of that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Every bit There's of that. There's so many classics from 3-6 Mafia that is ridiculous. And, like, every time they either lost members, new members came on, they were able to to keep the energy. Like I get maybe that shouldn't surprise me. Surprises what Juicy J did when he went solo because they've Three Six Mafia is always adapted to the time too. Like if you go back and listen to their music, it fit the, it fit that era very well. And 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 it's very dangerous music as well. Oh yeah, I I can't tell you how many times I got in a fight because Terror the Club Up came on. Hey, oh my! Like every God. time that's like and it, it, I I started I almost started hating it because every time it came on at like. A school dance is like somebody's finna get in a fight. It's yeah. That and Little John, like they were yep. responsible for so many fights. Like no lie. A lot of broken windows at the at the at the at the clubs, at the restaurants. Yeah. No. Yeah. True story. So that's it. Uh this next one though is interesting. So it, this video was actually posted, I think, back in June, um, but I had just saw it, so I put it on this list because I'm interested to talk about it. So Bob mm-hmm. James says on Vlad TV that Tupac is dead because he tried to be something he shouldn't be. In mm-hmm. in my mind, I read when I'm listening to this, I'm taking that as like he tried to Takashi Tupac. He tried to paint Tupac in a light to where he was kind of like Takashi. When you think about it, y- yes and no, and I'm gonna say this because. Um, as everybody know by now, they should know by now. We adopted Pac a long time ago. He was a, he was a young cat. Uh, we adopted a lot of cats, but he was one of the main ones we adopted. Pac was a talented soldier, but he had a confused character, uh, mm. a per- personality. And again, when when he got when Suge got him out of jail, he was like a chameleon. He he went. 
he started kicking around cats that he wasn't used to kicking it around. Mm-hmm. And we, I've seen that. I grew up in L.A. I grew up in the gang culture. So I've seen cats who moved to certain neighborhoods and was squares, L7s. And then next thing you know, after middle school or after high school, they end up gangbanging. Pac was kind of, kind of like that. Not saying that he was a square, but the dude was very talented. You could tell he was doing movies yeah. in the early in in the early nineties, clearly. Um, but no, he took on he took on that persona. Whenever he was around a certain crowd, he fed off of that, and that hurt him a lot because he would his career would have went further without that background. Yeah. So it's the truth. My cousin tell me all the time. He likes to pick on me all the time because, you know, Pac is one of my favorite rappers. And he was like, yeah, but your guy was your guy was a fraud. And truth be told, yes. But at the same time, Pac was 25, 24, 25 years old. You can still have an identity crisis at that age, especially when you're in a different and when you when you move to different locations, born in New York. You know, he was in Baltimore, went to Frisco, then L.A. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, that's a lot. Now, now he is a warrior, though, and he is a poet. And, you know, and he and I mean, come on, he had political he had political raps. He had G-Funk. He had gangster raps and all that was meshed in. And that was his personality. So I wouldn't call him Takashi is fake. I wouldn't call Pac fake. I would just say certain things flared up. I would say he did have different personalities. He just didn't stick to his main one. And I thought he and everybody knew he was going back to his main personality. And that's when he didn't make it. And I think I think, too, the thing with Tupac is, is that Tupac was conflicted like we all are. He contradicted Mm -hmm. himself. We all have before. And I think, you know, nowadays people would kill Tupac because we live in a culture to where you can't change. You can't adapt. If you if you tweet something five years ago that you're stuck into that thinking for the rest of your life, like in the public's view so like i guess i get it to where he attacked it from a standpoint and you just added a lot of a lot of uh perspective on it as well but come on now we 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 see it like now that the whole story has unfolded and we kind of as adults we can go back and look at Pac's life from what it was when he was like in art school with jada pickett smith to where uh-huh. he died at the man had a, a full life and he did change and he and he grew in and what and adapted to his surroundings. Like if you tell me I'm in my early twenties and I might be in jail forever, and Suge comes with this contract that's gonna and gets me out of jail, then I'm not gonna like assimilate myself into into what Suge had going on. And, and anybody who tells you they wouldn't is a fucking lie. He was grateful yeah. to that man for what 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 he took him out of. Pac was sitting in jail with no like really. I don't want to say that it didn't seem like he'd ever be released, but Suge helped push that along there's no denying he, he, that. He, he was basically sitting in jail hopeless yeah but but what a lot of people got to understand is bro i got i got family members that's from gangs the the only reason that i wasn't a a, a gang member i'm still affiliated but the only reason why i wasn't a, a full-on gang member was because i played sports and i seen i seen some shit <laughs> that i didn't want to be involved in but yeah. You got to understand, man, it's real. It's extremely easy to get caught up in that lifestyle. It really is. It really is. And and for this man, if y'all go and watch the Breakfast Club latest interview with uh, Snoop Dogg, he breaks everything down. Snoop Dogg is the one who told Shook about Pop. 
You know what I'm saying? And so he's grateful to 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 both of those cats. And he was saying how talented this dude was, et cetera, et cetera. And that was basically Golden State Warriors adding Kevin Ooh, Durant. That, that's, that's a what they great said. analogy. You that's, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And, but you know, Pac got man that. I know it's ignorant to say, but that game banging life, that lifestyle in the late eighties, early nineties, and even in the in the mid and late nineties, it was appealing. Yeah. It was very appealing because it was it was strong. That was that was our fraternities out here. And it was very strong. So I mean I don't I don't knock him for it. I just you could just tell who the real Pac was. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, he was a poet, he was an intellectual um but yeah so there you go i just wanted to talk about that i figured it would be a good topic of discussion and for us to have uh if there's nothing else we're going to go into our first break and we'll be right back after this welcome to technical file the sports podcast you never knew you needed it's your boy t-i-m-k-i-n-z the number three aka go go power ranger yeah this is the black ranger it's me aka mr give it to me it's ash catch him in his bed <laughs> i am the air j only known as the and I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right, Baylor. So we are going to your neck of the woods. So the police officer that killed Eric Garner finally got fired, which that's still I I don't know why we're celebrating it because it should be more than that, in my opinion. Um, But another thing that we're going to talk about kind of in all this, that California has tightened the restrictions on the use of lethal force. There's even talk, I think, I believe, correct me if I'm I'm wrong, about banning the chokehold altogether. Yeah, yeah. And then they're trying, look, I'm not going to lie, okay? It sounds good that they're trying to do something about this, Mm -hmm. but what it sounds like is like they're sitting everybody down and saying like, yo, chill, there's cameras everywhere, like, we got to, it's a lot of paperwork we got to do if y'all sitting up here and y'all trigger happy. That's all it sounds. That's that's what it sounds like. After um, they killed a young boy down there in Sacramento, Stefan Clark, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, after they took him out, it's starting to get, a, you know, they're starting to tighten up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and again, they have to deal in and we're in we're in a different we're in a different region uh, and, and it's a different culture over here. So the police know they still have to. They just killed a deputy out here not too long ago. Um, and they shut they shut the whole. I think it, it happened in Santa in, in the San Bernardino County, and they shut it down. They just had the funeral not too long ago. Um, they got to deal with the gang culture. Yeah. And the one thing that the one thing that I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that because as much as we like to sit up here and say, you know, we we have our fears of the police officers. Not all the police officers are like that. And if these cats go on one of those rampage and, and, and go out there and just start shooting up police cars and, you know, uh, deputies on the and CHPs and stuff like that, it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look. But, I mean, uh, uh, it's, a good, it's a good thing that they're addressing it. But, I mean, that, what is that? I mean, that means nothing to me. Look how many people we lost because of it. 
That's a fact. Um, I think that you you hit the nail on the head where it's more like it feels like this is a, a, a ploy to get the police officers to be like, you know, wake up. Everybody's recording you guys like it, it just it doesn't feel genuine. Um, even in uh, Daniel Petanello, I think is how you pronounce his last name, getting fired. It still feels like it feels empty to me. And that and that's what makes all this like suck is that it's a bunch of empty stuff going on that if it still ultimately feels like it's more about the police watching out for each other and watching their own asses than actually caring about the people that they're supposed to be protecting and serving. And because of that, it's like, I don't know. And I have friends that are police officers. Hell, my uncle was a police officer for 25 years in Chicago, and that shit's no fucking joke. So I, so I, I understand, like, I've had those conversations. I understand what it's like and the fear that they honestly have in some of these situations. But at the same time, we're talking about unarmed people losing their life every fucking day. I forgot the name of the case exactly, um, but there's a case where gunshots were fired in uh, at a house party, and the kid who fired off the gun, no one got no one got hurt. Everyone at the party even said it was an accident. The gun was accidentally discharged. He got eleven fucking life sentences, two hundred something years. In jail, yeah. Hold on, let me let me look up the uh, exact case and I'll where, give you his name. Where was this at? New York? Uh, I believe so. Give me a second. Shit, they gun laws out there is crazy. Sebastian just went to uh, prison. This was actually in Lancaster, California. Yo, out here? Yeah. Yo, I didn't hear nothing about that one. Yeah, Juan Juan Rayford Jr. So I'm I'm still researching. I plan on talking about it. Um, we'll probably have it on the dock. I haven't got a really good chance to actually research the case. It just came across. I just found out about it today. But yeah, so like just to, just to think about that situation and what that'd be like for you to be 17 years old and to get that many life sentences for a fucking accident, bro. And they're trying them as an adult. Yeah, you said you 17. Yeah, this is some Central Park Five type shit. Uh, that's egos with guns right there. I mean, I mean, you already know what it is, uh, Hayes. Back in the day, uh, which was not too long ago, but back in the day, man, when we got pulled over, we was di- we, we was just nervous, and we was nervous because we was we thought we was either going to get beat up or taken to jail for something petty. Yeah. But now it's at the point where when you get pulled over, the first thing that you think about is recording it. Yeah, you know, there's videos out there where cats putting their license and their paperwork up to the window scared to roll it down and then doesn't it does not move yo that's terrifying bro that we got to go through that that's bad yeah and i'll share a person so i was when i was on my way to new york for the afros and audio i went straight from work so i had on like my dress shirt and my tie and i got pulled over basically as soon as i crossed into new york and uh the cop before like before they even like asked me to roll down my windows license registration one of the cops were on the other side of my car shining the light in the other one's walking around the other side and my first instinct is like, this is some, it's about to be some bullshit. Now, luckily, I rolled down the window. He was like, oh, where are you coming from? What are you doing in this area? And then he kind of looked at how I was dressed and stuff. was like, all right, we're just going to give you a warning. You was ready for some bullshit. Like, everything in you my mind ready. tells me you was ready for some bullshit. To, for them to sit up there and say, we're going to let you go with a, a warning about what? What did you do? I was doing five miles above the speed limit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Now, let me tell you how much that's bullshit. Because... Uh, one day I went to my wife's job and I was leaving and I was doing, um, I was doing about four or five miles over the speed limit, but it was in the school zone. Mm. And so when kids are not around, it's 40, it's 40 something when they're, you know, when school is out and kids are out, it's 25. 
So I think I was over the 40, clearly, and I got pulled over, and I had a bad week that week. Uh, that's when my, I had two anxiety attacks. I was about to start crying and shit. Dude told me, he said, um, he said, go ahead, man. He says, make sure you just pay attention because he asked me some questions regarding the speed uh, speed limit, and I got it right. Mm-hmm. And he said, just make sure, man, when you're in the school zone, man, slow it slow it down, man. I know I know it, it seems pretty slow, but you got to go that 40. And I said, no problem, man. He, and he let me go. Cool, dude. Till this day, I can't wait to see him again so I could thank him. And that was like maybe a year ago. That's crazy. But, that, but that's how, but it felt good, though. Yeah. <laughs> it felt good, you know? So, oh, boy. It gets deep, man. It gets deep. Um, well, we're going gonna- to. I'm about, I'm about to get a goddamn Tesla, so I ain't got to so exactly. drive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go ahead. We're going to get to our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to lighten up the mood. Well, it may lighten up the mood. Y'all may get triggered by this. this we'll be right Hopefully, back this. man. <laughs> this is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday, we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod. On Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniusespod at gmail.com. Thank you. All right, Baylor, man, we're back. So we're back with the Debate the Greats uh, series that we're doing. Like I said, we're just going to pop them in. It's not going to be every week. We may go a couple months without it. But one came into my mind, so I said, fuck it. You know what? Let's throw it on here. Um, So this week for the Debate the Greats, it's the Clips versus EPMD. It's a cold one. Right? Cold, <laughs> this is, hey, hey, this is like a cold WWF, not WWE. <laughs> WWF tag team matchup right here, man. It's like Demolition Man and like the Hardy Boys or some shit like that. This is crazy right here. Um, I mean, what are we going off of? Albums, hits, singles? So, so the, the, the whole debate, the greats thing, we're strictly so we're not doing like videos we're not doing like cultural impact well outside of like what how their music did this is strictly the catalogs the catalog of the clips versus the catalog of epmd you and so you know what like because epmd catalog started in the late 80s Mm -hmm. uh but then they have like spurts like they got time periods where they just disappear and then they come back and they disappear like let me see let me check my notes we got 88 90 89 they had one in 89 that's unfinished business uh back to business in 97 or they had business never uh business never personal in 92 and then out of business in 99 uh clearly they have more albums than the clips clips, i think the clips only got like four on five four or five right yeah Is it even that much? I don't even know if it's uh, that. Do much. they? All right. Well, the real game. Four. They got the they got real four game plus the real game was five. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh man. Okay. Here's here, this is this is my question. So off this discography of both, I know e, EPMD has more has more albums, but who has more classics? Because in my opinion, the clips are batting three for four. 
as far as overall albums? Yeah, overall the number of classic albums. Oh, so you so what you really saying is EPMD batting percentage is is, is, is not good bad. in my opinion. In my opinion, their batting percentage oh, does not wait. does not hey. stack up to the Clips batting percentage. When you bring cats like EPMD up, you got to bring somebody that was born in the seventies. That is true. To. That is true. Because is true. because they they would they would have seen that growth. See, I was like when they first album came out, I was like six. Yeah. So all I can so all I can remember is just the singles. I couldn't really get into the albums, even though they was probably played. But I, I'm not gonna lie. When I did my when I did my show notes, bro, this is like this is almost like let me see. This is like almost eight or nine albums together com- combined. Yeah. So I got to go back and listen to all these albums. Shit. <laughs> all right. Um, so, I mean, we can do the because, I, of course, I didn't have enough time. I literally came up with this debate the greats like a few days ago uh, just to. But let's, let's do this. Let's put a pencil in this. Let's uh-huh. listen. Take the next week to actually listen to the catalogs. I'll see if I could bring Poindexter on uh, from Moguls on Sports, who I know is a big hip hop head and he's old as fuck. Shout out to Poindexter. Um, but I'll see if I can get him on, um, and we can have this this conversation again. What? But I I, I want to know from the listeners who do you guys off the top of your head look, waiting for us next week? Who do you who are you picking? MP, EPMD versus the Clips, bro. That's I, not fair. That's not fair because you know they're gonna go with the clips off top just by the just by the name. EPMD Strictly Business was a classic. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Strictly Business was a classic. Business Never Personal I have as a personal classic for me. Okay. Um, and then We Mean Business. I love that album. Now I haven't listened to it. Shit, that album came out eleven years ago. I think at this point, I've easily not touched that album for probably eight years. So I have to go back and see if I still feel the same way I did about it. But I remember when when that album came out, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Strictly business or Lord Willing. Lord Willing, bro. Lord, see that's the thing for me. For me, for me, for me, Lord Willing. Like especially in that time of my life, and that's where like I have to get my in my analytical mind rather than nostalgia. Because for me, of course, because that was my age, and that was shit. Lord Willing dropped, I think when I was sixteen, and. That's when I was still selling drugs. That was my shit. Mm. So like, it, it 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 there's a, it's a personal touch for me with that album. So like, I have to separate that and go in and listen to the production, the bar. Let's come up. Okay, so let's come up when we do this argument. Let's kind of come, come up with a criteria. So we're gonna do production, is, of course, is one. Bars production. is one. Mm-hmm. Um, impact. Are we gonna judge off impact? It has to be impact. Yeah. And yeah. then we need a fourth criteria. What's that fourth criteria gonna be? Um, replay value. Replay value. Bam! Writing that down. All right, and then we'll come back. That's how we're gonna judge it. Uh, EPMD. I'm that replay value is gonna be a little tough. Yeah, gonna be a little tough. <laughs> so we're gonna continue the debate, the great series next week. But because we said that, that that that's it. We ain't got nothing less for this week, Baylor. Is there anything you want to leave the people with? Um, uh, nah, nothing. Nothing. I mean, I'm pretty sure once we end this episode, there's going to be plenty of music that uh, that take place right after. I'm talking about as soon as we hang up, a shitload of stuff is going to start dropping. Absolutely. Shout out to little brother. <laughs> yeah, that we'll be talking. We'll give a reaction, not a full review to that, because uh, I'll definitely be listening to that over the course of the next week too. But I was excited. I was excited when they said they were going to drop another album. So uh, yeah. we'll definitely get into that. Are we going to do? Do you? <laughs> 
I don't I don't like watching reality shows because it's not really reality. Mm-hmm. But that uh, growing up in hip hop, I think we're gonna have to, bro. So I gotta watch these episodes. Yeah. The new the, I ain't gonna lie, the New York one that that roster I'm I'm kind of interested, even though I think it's cheesy. But you know, I'll check it out. I'll yeah. check it out. Which well, let, let's say this. Let's let's give it. Let's give it two episodes. Yo, power is coming back. Yep, and we we definitely it's the last season. We definitely gonna be talking about. It. So we're we're probably <laughs> what we're probably gonna do going forward with the breaks radio is like because we are we're gonna expand into more than just hip hop. So you're gonna be hearing more than that. But we'll probably have a dedicated that second segment may just be TV and film for for the foreseeable uh-huh. future. Because then we also have the Wu Tang. Yes. So yeah. and we have that, to talk yo. about that. That week is gonna be yo. Shout out to Angela. I hope you're doing all right, boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, give them your social media, man, so we can get the hell up out of here. At Bailey the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Overrun with BTG. Holla at your boy. All right, and you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at the Breaks Radio and send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Thebreaksradio at gmail.com. This has been the best podcast, best hip-hop podcast around, best music podcast around, and we're out. Peace. I'm the type to take you home and realize I fuck the good all on the floor like what it feel like. Got up with carpet burn. I just can't help it, pussy good, it had me stalking her. Like me a officer. I can't get her off me, it's hard for me to get off of her. Got me thinking about cuffing her, falling in love with her. Jokes on you, bitch. Yeah. Cause I tell her, oh, she wanna hear. Pull up with a new bitch. Uh-huh. You already know. If I walk out the door. I ain't leaving with you, bitch. No. My bitch got red hair like the boat. That's my little cute bitch. Uh-huh. Her pussy with a all in it, just like a cruise ship. Hey, he probably still fucking the moles I went to school with. He probably acting around about me on some nuts.